right, welcome back to Dear Daisy Girls. I'm Nithya. I'm Yukta. I'm Amaya. I'm Joshita. And today's episode features Rachel Charles. Oh my gosh. Hi, um, I'm Rachel. First of all, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Rachel, and if you don't know me, which you probably don't, um, I have a little bit on TikTok, um, a little bit of a following. Um, Last year, I was selected for Miss Teen India USA 2019 um, in a beauty pageant, and um, I am also on Fine Brothers Entertainment show called Teens React, Um, and I am really, really happy to be here, so thank you for having me. Okay, cool. Um, thank you for coming on. No, thank, yeah, thank you, you for so much. having me. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's topic is colorism. So if you don't know what, the, what colorism is, colorism is the discrimination of someone based off of their skin tone. For example, choosing someone light skin over someone dark skin, which is usually how it is um, in Daisy communities and communities outside um, of the Desi community. All right, so so would you like to talk about how TikTok and colors, and like the colorism you faced, if you've faced any in TikTok specifically? Yeah, of course. Um, so just to like touch on the topic, like it's something I feel like as being a South Indian girl, I feel like it's something you just struggle with growing up. Um, and so when TikTok came out as a platform to use to be able to build my social media experience, um, in the beginning, actually, I didn't really post much. Or if I did post, like I will admit to this, I would always like use like those filters that make you look like lighter than you actually are. And that's just so ingrained in your head as a society that tells you that lighter is prettier for example fair and lovely it's literally an advocate that if you are fair you are prettier which is absolutely not the case but um so I dealt with a lot of that on TikTok and I realized like as I started to do less and less of that there would be a lot of girls that would um DM me and stuff like that and be like you're the reason why like I feel more confident about my skin color and why I'm posting with that and then I realized like Like, what the heck? Like, why am I doing all this if there's people out there who think that this is the right thing to do? So then I started talking about colorism a little more. And you just realize that I feel like as as our society, Gen Z specifically, we're kind of breaking from stereotypes and kind of like embracing like who we are as a person. And I feel like TikTok was an amazing platform for me to be able to talk about what's really important and at the end of the day, inspire people, which I think it's all you really want as a person so I think TikTok was amazing for in that aspect for me so I'm really grateful for that yeah so uh another question we had is if you're comfortable sharing can you tell us about any specific stories about how colorism has impacted you like if you can recall any specific yeah which one should I pick (laughs) um so yeah as I was saying earlier like ever since I was little like you know my mom I don't know if you guys they do the like turmeric and like you know like the different like the skin natural skin lightening yeah and it's just it's like you're so used to it like you don't even know what's wrong like it's like oh today's my healthy bath you know what I mean like you're not really like paying attention to it either um 
So a lot of people like, you know, um, as far as like families go, it's like, oh, if she was lighter, she'd be prettier or like this or that. But entering um, a pageant, especially, um, I was the only person there that was dark skinned. Like I was the only girl there. Like everyone else, since it's Miss Teen Asia, the title that I won, um, Asians, you know, predominantly lighter skinned. And I was the only person there that was darker skinned. And in the beginning, oh my gosh, dude, I was so insecure, like so insecure because we all be standing in the line. And it's like, everyone's attention, you know, as far as colors work, you, you're drawn to contrasting colors first. So everyone attention on me. And I was so insecure about that. But it's all about turning your weakness in, into a strength. Um, and a pageant is literally you want eyes to be on you. So I literally flipped that. So if everyone's staring at me, might as well give them a good reason to be looking, you know. Um, so th see, that's like good stuff. But like, even like at school, like I, I just graduated high school. But um, at school, I actually used to get bullied a lot. It's crazy. In high school, like even up to senior year, um, people would always, people would call me really, really derogatory slurs um, up to like the N-word, up to all this stuff um, just for being darker. Yeah. So it, it sucks. It really does suck. But at the end of the day, like there's just like a lack of education. Like, you know, it's the way someone is raised. Um, if they're insecure about something in their own self, they like to project it onto people that they see are doing well. So I just kind of, um, it, it's, it's sad. Like you live and like you keep going, but I'm not going to let what one person thinks or what one person says affect who I am like as a person at the end of the day so weaknesses into straights baby that's that's a way to go <laughs> your confidence is absolutely amazing girl stop stop thank you so much I I actually like I worked really really hard on that like so hard because I was an insecure little brown girl you know like as I feel like most of us are just and it's hard because I I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent I'm like literally just talking no, 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 go but, ahead go going. ahead going, <laughs> okay. we love it okay okay um I feel like especially being Indian girls it's you want to live you want to be cultured, you want to be, you know, traditional, you want to have that side of you, because that's what makes you Indian, or that's what makes whatever culture you are, that's what makes you a person, like, tied to your culture, but we also have one foot in being American, and being, you know, you want to, you want to fit in, and it's just really hard to be able to find a balance, and be able to accept yourself, and love yourself, so thank you for calling me confident, like, that actually means a lot to me, so thank you. Awesome, yeah, for sure, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, fun fact, when you mentioned, mentioned that you graduated high school, didn't you graduate high school at like 16? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell uh, us more about uh, that? That's kind of really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so um, when I was in kindergarten, this is, this is a funny story. Thank you for bringing that up. You guys did your research? <laughs> um, so I, uh, when I was in kindergarten, I spelled the word fish, right? And they bumped me up a grade. That's literally it. There's no story. I don't know what kind of ratchet school that was. They literally bumped me up a full grade for spelling the word. Like, like I remember I was sitting in class and everyone was spelled, spelled fish, like P-S-H-I-S. And I was like, what, what, what? And I, and I told her and she's like, we're going to bump you up. And the next day I was in first grade. So I never went to kindergarten. That's literally the story. Um, so yeah, I was born in 2003 and um, I graduated high school. <laughs> and there's no other like, oh, she's a radiac. Like I spelled fish right. That's it. Were you like a fall baby? Like the September, October kids that like- I was born in January. Up? 
I was in, born in January, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, kind of a flex though. Like <laughs> low key, but like high key, no, you can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like everyone else around me is like the only good part about it was like, you know, when you're in PE and they have ages for like the national tests and it's like when you're younger you have to do like ten less push ups. So, like, I was oh. the only person in class that, like, got, like, an extra minute for the mile or was able to run. But, like, that kind of sucks. Everyone's, like, 18, and I'm, like, <laughs> you know? They're, like, oh, you want to go here? It's, like, I can't. I'm too young. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Um, and going back to, like, TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. do you think that colorism is, like a, like, a huge problem? Because, personally, I think that the issue of colorism has been like resurfacing a lot and there's been so many more TikToks about like um how to like lighten your skin more or people talking about how um oh if you're dark skin you're not as beautiful and even though like there's very like few of those videos because we don't let them get clout in this community but um although there's very few of those videos they do show up on a lot of people's for you pages and they do bring down like people's confidence a lot but do you think that it's a huge problem on TikTok? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I like how you phrase that. So, um, colorism, I, I, we're talking, I'm talking specifically about Indians for right now, um, but it exists in all communities, not specifically colorism, but about features. There's a problem in every single like, community, but in the Indian community specifically, colorism stems from India. And as, as, as sad as that sounds, if you're in America, you're going to be praised for your skin color. But if you are in India, the same skin color is going to be the one that brings you down. And it sucks. Like in India, if you look at like female leads in movies, in media, in acting and stuff like that, you're not going to see that much of a darker representation as in America. So as far as um, For You pages go and like um, TikTok goes, colorism I don't know if you guys remember, there's this whole trend for like, um, for TikTok India. I don't know how I ended up there, um, but where they like lighten their face and like do a little transition. They're like 10 shades lighter. And like, that is so sad. Like that is just ingrained. Like imagine, imagine like a seven-year-old girl living in India. She sees that and she's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I feel like that's way less done here. Cause as you we were saying, we don't let that get popularity and gain popularity but unfortunately in India that's still a thing and people just don't want to talk about it so that's that's that come on India come on but yeah yeah Yeah, that's definitely really sad all right so as we have dubbed you an influencer um you actually have more than 100,000 followers on TikTok which is really cool (laughs) but that basically means you have a platform so Um, And you obviously talk about important issues on there and you show how much amazing confidence you have. So how do you think that has helped young Daisy teens, probably middle school or, you know, freshmen, um, gain confidence? I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm like a real, I'm like going off again, but like, um, I think See, for example, me gaining a platform gave me this, this podcast, you know, which one person will listen to and be like, oh, you know what? I'm a little more confident. I think, I think everyone in life, everyone has a purpose, right? I think you have a purpose. I have a purpose. And either when you are living life or some point in your life, you're going to realize what your purpose is. And it's your choice if you want to fulfill it or not fulfill it. Um, That's what I believe. So I think at a young age, I realized my purpose was to serve people and be there for people. Like I just always realized that's what I was meant to do. And when I got TikTok and when I just post content just for me, and I remember 
the first time ever, like last year, like one girl reached out to me and she's like, you have made me more confident and you have like, and I was like, wait, what? Like I have the power to do that. And as I continue to keep going, there's so many girls that have come to me and there's nothing, there's no bigger reward for me in life than that. I feel like I'm like, this sounds crazy. But like, I feel like I'm fulfilling my life's purpose in, in literally in this, like people are more confident. People are happier. People just, I make people feel better. And like, that just brings me so much like calm and peace. So, um, I, I can't believe that I have the influence to be able to help girls out. But if that's what I can do, then like, I'm going to keep doing it. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm really glad TikTok gave me that platform, like TikTok, like what on earth, but like TikTok gave me that platform. So I'm so grateful. Yeah. That's so amazing. And it's really cool how you inspired a lot of young girls to be more confident because I have seen that in our generation. And that's like definitely a big problem um, with people accepting themselves. So the next question we had were, if you're comfortable sharing, were there any issues regarding colorism specifically in the Miss Teen USA competition? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's a really good question. Um, I just, I just want to preface this by saying that I literally am not a pageant girl. I know, like, what, what? but like under my like prom dress, I wore like sneakers, like Vans, and then I went to homecoming with Vans on. Like, yeah, I, like I don't, I, I'm not against anything that girls who do it's just I never have been like a girly girl um so for me to go in a pageant first of all that's like completely the opposite direction like that's the extreme like I didn't I just I I never like signed up for a pageant in the first place like I was just at church and I was just praying and this girl came up to me this girl this this six-year-old woman came up to me and she was like oh were you ever interested in modeling like were you ever like da 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 and I was like no and she's like you know what like come to like tryouts whatever and I did try because I wasn't expecting to get in and then I got in I was like I wasn't expecting to win and then it's crazy it's like it just all happened really fast um regarding colorism in that um I I just want to say that the girls there they don't think the same way me and you think um they are very very superficial um they don't um you can't really hold conversations with them because it's very superficial and it's not their fault that's how they were raised that's like the that's all they do all they do is pageants like these are pageant girls they've been born and their parents have told them like like I know the girls like they're not allowed to eat like they like the mom will like portion food like they're not allowed to eat when they want um they're you know every single weekend they're getting spray tans and they don't want to but that's just how they were groomed like they're literally groomed when you talk to them it's like you're talking to like a robot like it's literally crazy so I was the only girl there that has never done a pageant before and these girls are groomed like it's crazy like the way they think it's you could rather talk to a wall and have more conversation and it sucks because like that's just how like I anyway so um I I have faced colorism because they just haven't got like a like a world like you could tell when you talk to them they just haven't had exposure to other people who aren't in that community like the pageant community so yeah I have um specifically there's not anything I can recall because um they haven't like said anything directly but um they they really just think differently, like 100%. And that's why I ended up after that, I, I left kind of pageants because I'm an advocate for all about what's on the inside as that matters. Like colorism is literally like looking past your facial, you know. Um, so I realized that pageants are kind of the opposite of what I'm preaching and I like to practice what I preach. Um, but it was really nice for me to do that 
um, because just so I could see the other world and see where other people are coming from. And it all really depends on your environment and who you surround yourself with. That's really, really like what it comes down to. So um, yeah, uh, sorry, I just keep going off on a tangent, but that's kind of the story. <laughs> no, don't even worry about it. It was really nice okay. hearing like how you actually got into the pageant because I didn't know that's how you, you know, got into like Miss Teen USA and stuff. But I don't know, I just found it really interesting how you said the girls are taken out to get spray tans like every weekend. But at the same time, if there's someone of like darker skin naturally in the beauty pageant, they're like, oh, that's different. Like, uh, do you have anything like any other opinions on that? I think we all want change you know I have straight hair so I curl my hair just so it can look different people who have curly hair like to straighten their hair just so they like look different right and I think I, I it's really interesting that's a that's a you guys are asking good questions man um I think that's that's, that's an amazing question because we all want something that we don't have but when we have it we don't appreciate it Oh, okay. Okay, Rachel. Um, <laughs> but like, it's true. It's really true because they're getting spray tans. You know, they go tanning out to the beach. But when they see somebody who is darker, they immediately have this thing in their head. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, no. Or like, uh, oh, you're conceived as ugly. Like, you know, and it just, it sucks. But that's why I, like, I love and hate this generation. I really, really love and hate this generation. But the good things about it is I feel like we're kind of breaking away from social norms. Like, 20 years ago, this wouldn't even have been a conversation because we wouldn't have been educated enough to know that it it's wrong to judge somebody based off their skin color, especially in the Indian community where women don't talk about things, um, you know, gender roles and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what question you asked, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely relate. I, like, I remember, like, even from the youngest age, I would always, I would remember, like, going to the beach and... Um, I just see a bunch of no offense, white people tanning and you know they just like you know they rub like the tanning oil and stuff and they'd be tanning out in the sun but when, when we always want to be lighter no one in my family no one ever went and tan we never just like lay down the sand we had an umbrella we had a tent we didn't want to go outside so yeah I, you're definitely right in saying that we always want what we never have um that's just so true. What that if you think about it, it literally applies to anything. Like Anybody I straighten my hair community? exactly. Like I straighten my hair all the time, but I literally have curly hair. But like I straighten it all the time. And then you know, you have straight hair, but you curl it. So that's such a true thing. Why aren't you so smart? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So on, on that note, so like what are some steps that you think people of like all ages can take to like fight, like eliminate colorism, but like not just like in the basic community, but like as a whole, like for everyone? Um, I think step one is becoming educated. And the way is if you're listening to this podcast right now, a shout out podcast. Um, um, no, um, I think it really comes from first of all you realize that it's wrong. Like you realize it is wrong to judge somebody off their skin color. I know that sounds like, duh, like I don't, but it, it's so deep rooted inside, you know, inside you that you might not even be realizing you're doing it. And the first step to solving any problem is acknowledging that you have that problem. And that's automatically the first step to solve it is to realize that it is wrong to judge somebody based off their skin color. And specifically in the Indian community based off their skin tone and the range of their skin color. That's step one. 
Step two, I think, is confidence. Like, I think confidence is so important. And, and there's a difference between being cocky and being confident. Um, being confident, for me, um, I... I'm not even gonna say I was insecure. Like I still am. Like everyone gets insecure at, at some point. So it's not like, oh, I, I never get insecure. For me, it was a sudden like jump. Like I went from literally being so insecure at school and stuff and like not letting anyone look at me, not talking to anybody. And then all of a sudden being in a pageant where you're literally being judged off your appearance. Like there's literally judges sitting there and you are being judged off your appearance. So for me, it was a sudden jump, but I'm not saying you need to join a pageant to gain confidence. I think little things you can do, for example, when somebody calls you beautiful, or when somebody gives you a compliment, instead of saying thank you, like genuinely believe it and genuinely acknowledge it. That's why earlier when you said I was confident, like I genuinely accepted that. And that's why I was kind of like, whoa, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you're actually accepting it and you're actually believing it. So believe things because it is true. Um, do a little, I, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a 30 year old auntie right now, but I journal. Okay. So like before I go to sleep, I love journaling. Um, I, I, I like to like write little like affirmations, positive affirmations to myself, because if no one's telling you then you better tell yourself because that's what matters. Um, I also, um, <laughs> I also do a lot of manifesting and like the, like the law of attraction and stuff like that. And it's so true that what you put out comes right back to you. So if you're putting out positive energy, you will get positive energy back. And if you're putting out negative, same thing goes for you. So confidence is really important to overcome colorism. That's, I guess that's my little, little spiel. Yeah, I think it's so important that you brought that up because being confident is um, a lot different from being cocky. And it's definitely so amazing that you've been able to find that within yourself, but also inspire other girls to be more confident too. So <laughs> um, <laughs> another question we had was, um, so we know colorism is super huge in the toxic Indian like gossip auntie communities. Mm -hmm. And how do you think that the educated youth in our generation can help them understand that this is wrong? Good question. Um, I think that's what I was saying, like our generation, I feel like we're breaking away from that. But for example, like sometimes even my parents or my family, they don't understand it, you know, and it, it just sucks because it, that's how they were raised. Like they were never like, at least right now we're learning it's wrong. You know, like at some point all of us realize like, oh, this is wrong. This is a problem. But for them, they don't even know it's a problem yet. So again, the rules are the first step is to understand you have a problem. And it's really hard bringing it up to somebody who we have to respect. Like, it's really, really hard. Like, you just can't be like, you're wrong. Like, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get beat. You're going to get like, you know, um, I think little things like little things like um, maybe start up a conversation about like, oh, um, you know, there's this girl, like, she's really pretty, like, da-da-da-da, and, and show them, like, maybe, like, a darker-skinned female. Maybe, like, you need to expose them to things that they're not really used to, or maybe have a conversation of how do you feel about fair and lovely, and if they say, oh, yeah, it's right, like, you should get lighter, da-da-da, then you need to explain why that's wrong and explain, you know, like, how a person really is based off their inner value, not their outside, and, and it's really hard, like, like, Indian aunties, like, how are you gonna go tell them that it's wrong, um, but I think definitely strike up a conversation with them, see where they stand on it, if they're totally, like, I, I highly doubt if you are a darker skinned girl, and you go tell an auntie that, oh, you know what, um, like, like, how do you feel about fair and lovely, I, I really highly doubt they're gonna say, if you were white, you'd be pretty, or, like, white girls are only pretty girls, like, I highly doubt that's gonna be said, but it's, it's, it's to an extent, that they might say it so just make sure that you're telling them that it's really what's on the inside that matters 
No, definitely. That's like a really, that's a great way of like trying to get the aunties to understand because especially um, living in America and having like little brown communities, like people see at the temple or like at, you know, the housewarming parties or whatever, there's always some people in the corner that are just huddling around like, oh, Yukta got kind of dark over the summer or, you know, stuff like that. Or even not even about like color of of your skin. It's like, especially for me, people are like, oh, I don't know what happened to your skin. Like, did you get acne? Like they'd say it to my face too, right? And I feel like that's just something we need to make a lot of people aware of, especially like the aunties and uncles, because sometimes like, no offense, but they don't have a filter. So it's great that they have to acknowledge, like you have to make them acknowledge the fact that you have to change something there. But um, going off of all of that, what message do you have for younger Desi girls and boys that struggle with insecurities about their skin color or um, people that get bullied for their skin color? Yeah, this this really hits home because like, even though I'm like, I'm talking about all this, like I literally struggle with it. Like not even, not even just in real life, which in real life sucks. Like in real life, like hearing it in real life, it sucks. Like if you hear it, like if I hear it on TikTok, if I hear it on, um, I, I, I'm on a show and if I hear it, like see in the comment section, like it hurts, but you can block it, you know, but seeing it in real life, like having people tell me, and I'm not even saying like, oh, back in the day, like like what, two weeks ago, someone said something really mean to, to my face. And it's not even like an older auntie, an older uncle. It's like a white male. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it just, it just really, really sucks. Um, and, and it does hit home because I was really, really, really insecure about my skin color. And I literally do things to make myself lighter as, you know, because you want to fit in that's the thing you should want to not fit in like that's literally like the biggest advice is you should not want to fit in like there's people that are unseasoned you know they're a little uncultured like you're, you first of all you realize how big of a privilege it is to be Indian and if you're not Indian and you're listening to this imagine just know how big of a privilege it is to be a part of your own community you could be Chinese you could be black you could be Latino and there's so many things about your culture that really really matter so it's 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 become attached to your culture and I feel like for us, we're able to discriminate what's the good parts of our culture and the not so good parts, but take in as much of the good parts as you can, because that's really what matters. Um, so be, be one with your culture, for sure. Um, that's really, really important if you want to be confident is you have to accept a part of who you are. And you could like, there's people that completely like shove it away and like put in a closet and never look at their culture, but it comes back to you and you can either learn to love it or learn to hate it because regardless, it's a part of you at the end of the day. Um, that's, that's definitely like my biggest like thing. And it's just be confident. I know that's, I, I keep saying that over and over again, but like literally the grass is greener when you're confident. You could smell the flowers. Like it is so true. Like I, I'm being serious. Like I wish there could be a guidebook for you to be confident, but you need to realize what you're insecure about and how to turn that into your strengths. Girls and boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you. Um, so, okay. Going back to the beauty pageant. I know I keep going back to this. I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> Go um, back to it, girl. <laughs> Um, so I've always, I don't know if it was just me, but I've always felt like kind of like, obviously people like who do beauty patterns are very beautiful and they're obviously on there for a reason. Um, but do you ever feel like, like, obviously you're being judged in your looks and you know, there's a swimsuit competition. There's all these competitions on, you know, who has the nicest dress and stuff like that. And then you're going like one segment for a question, you know? So do you feel like that's kind of like, do you think like the standards for the judging, like kind of patriarchal or like, how do you feel about that? 
what do you think I'm going to say? Amazing question. Um, I think um, that, that is actually a really good question. Um, that's, that's what I was saying earlier. Like you are literally being judged off how you look and you could be the ugliest person on the inside and I'm not even like trying to be mean I'm saying ugly person because of the things you say of the way you think like there's people who have ugly personalities like they're just not nice people they're always putting out negative energy they always have something to say and you could still end up winning why because judges don't see that because beauty pageant is all about beauty like you know and beauty for me might be something that is different for beauty for you and I, I think the, the question thing was, was a good part of it. For my pageant specifically, they didn't have a question part because, um, I know, because some of the girls, they actually came in from like Korea, like the prettiest kinds of girls. They'd fly out every single weekend from Korea to rehearsals. Like I know a girl that did that. This other girl flew out from Cambodia. Like, you know what I mean? And th so these are basically like the prettiest girls in their country. And some of them don't even know how to speak English because they literally have been practicing all their life to be on a pageant and they don't even know how to speak English. So for that reason, it was unfair to have a question part because I would have an advantage um, as far as speaking goes. So that means the whole pageant was based off looks looks and looks um so i think yeah after i did that i realized how wrong it was for me to do specifically i'm not hating on anyone that does because it's a lot a lot of mental strength and physical strength um but i just think that it's not fair that there's people that can judge what beauty is i just don't think there's a judge for that um and, you know in every like for example Back in the day, this is just a ex quick example. Back in the day, hip dips were considered beautiful. Now they're not. In every single generation, we decide what's beautiful and what's not beautiful. And I don't think it's fair to have a group of people that can sit there and say, this is what I think is beautiful for this, this generation. And then in 20 years, it's going to be considered ugly. So um, that's why I stopped it. But it was really, really nice to be able to go to see that world and how people think. And now basically preach people to not do that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up because I think it's really important to also acknowledge that the beauty standards are constantly changing. So if you don't like something about yourself now, you know, later down the road, it could be the new beauty standard and you just never know. Do you have like any like message you want to like tell like the listeners? Oh yeah, that's what I'm going to say. If you have anything <laughs> like a public service announcement about colors, we can go ahead and say that now. Um, okay, quick PSA. Um, I just think if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that you are so freaking beautiful, whether you're a guy or a girl. And I think you are so beautiful on the inside. And I love everything about you. I love your personality. I love everything about you. And it's up to you to realize that um, regardless of your skin color and regardless of how you look um, at the end of the day, I just want to say that I love you so much. And I appreciate you. And now it's up to you if you want to appreciate that for yourself. Thank you. <laughs> that was literally so sweet. With that, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Make sure to check out Rachel's content on TikTok. Her at is rachel.charles with two S's and her Instagram is the same. And um, make sure to also DM us your favorite part of today's episode and to follow us on Instagram at Dear Daisy Girls.